0: Hello and welcome to the Boxing Life podcast with me Tony Jeffries and Mr. Glenn Holmes. How's it going?
1: How you doing? Good to be back. Another podcast.
0: Yeah. So we've just finished recording this show. Uh, we talk about the Broner Garcia fight that just happened. Also the UFC John Jones versus Daniel Cormier, which has just happened too. Uh, then we get right into the documentary. What's the health that was on? That's on Netflix. Yeah and we talk about our thoughts on that. Basically, how we think it's a bit of BS.
1: I haven't seen it, but...
0: <laughs> but you've heard all about yeah, it, yeah, and you've read about I'm, it. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm pretty read up on it, but I, I'm definitely going to watch it. Well, actually, I, I don't know if I will watch it, but <laughs>
0: yeah. now,
1: that, now that I know what it's about.
0: <laughs> We've also added a new segment to the show called Glenn's Knowledge Bomb. That's what it's called for now. We need, might need to think of a better name.
1: Send us, send us some ideas for names yeah. for it. Give so, us some inspiration.
0: So we want this segment to be where because Glenn's always re- reading, researching, and, and coming up with some crazy facts, <laughs> interesting, what's beneficial. Uh, so we're going to have a little segment of the show with, with Glenn where he's dropping some knowledge and, and helping you guys and helping us on the show about his, uh, I'll do my best. his new thing. Yeah. So we've, we've added that. So if you keep listening, to around, it's just at the end. We talk about Glenn's knowledge bomb. Also, Glenn announces a winner of the review if you remember we said leave us 50 reviews on iTunes and when we get there we're going to get a free training session with Glenn Yeah. so we picked a winner from there a winner, yeah. great so, review great review so listen to that also we're doing another competition if you do leave a, a review on this uh, Boxing Life podcast on iTunes when it gets to 75 reviews I'm going to give you a personal training session for free. So you can come to Boxing Burn, Santa Monica or Brentwood and come and train with me. So make sure you go on iTunes and leave us a nice review on there. Uh, This is a weekly show. Every week, the show, we release one of these podcasts every Tuesday. So if you subscribe on iTunes, every time we release one, you'll get a notification. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Remember to follow us on... The Boxing Life Instagram as well. That's loads of things. I've given everyone loads of tasks to do. Know, they're, they're
1: going to be slammed for a week. So doing you know everything. what
0: to do. I'll give you some homework, get it done. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Here it is, the Boxing Life podcast. Glenn Holmes, how's it going, my mate? I am doing very well. How are you? Why did your wife say I can't call you six fears anymore? Did she? You told me she did. Mate, has it gone down? <laughs> or has it gone up <laughs> I don't know I think it's gone up so we call it Glen Mr. Six Figures if you're a regular listener you know that because he earns six figures with personal training and what was it that Steve Krebs said on the, on the podcast that's that, that uh, percentage it was like 99.9% of trainers don't, don't earn make that. six figures yeah really yeah I think he said the average income for a personal trainer was between 30 and 50 grand can you look that up Ernie if, like the average salary of personal trainers yeah I
1: think um it's definitely hard to get up to that point if you're working hour by hour. You've got to kind of put other things in place to help you build, like doing, you know, group training and yeah, products off your website and you know things like that, and just expanding what you what you do outside of the gym. I think you've
0: got to do that to get up to that but really, sort of number. You've not done that. You're doing that by you're tra- you're swapping your time for money for now, yeah. Because right. I'm fit and young enough and
1: able to do it. Got it, Ernie? Yeah, I got it. It says that uh, it's 57,000, uh, 41,000 to 57,000. Wow. 41,000 to 57,000. Yeah. I thought it'd be higher than that. Yeah. I think I, in, in LA it's probably higher than that, right?
0: Is that for national Just, just yeah, the national yeah, average. In LA it's probably higher than that. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to so your like doubling doubling down on that Uh, but you're you're grafting your arse off yeah yeah big time i'm buzzing with that though that's good yeah and that must make you feel good right yeah yeah it's class so that's the that's why we call them six figures because i mean you're smashing it uh, you're putting so much time and energy it's a lot of work but when you just said there about your your products on your site and other stuff i mean apart from their academy which is every month or so you're not really doing that yeah me personally i don't do that but i'm just
1: thinking for other people in the fitness industry or Kind of on their own really they 're not working under a busy, popular gym like I do, yeah, you know if they 're just out there you know renting spaces out of the garage or they 're in smaller gyms or whatever, and they 're kind of doing it off their own name and trying to get started or they 're building up you know just yeah. who they 're not in a in a scene kind of thing it's like that those are the kinds of people who've kind of got to do whatever they can to make more you know yeah
0: yeah it 's tough it's a t- it 's definitely a, a tough way to earn a living and but like you said, it's uh, at the beginning.
1: I was, uh, and I still am happy that I'm, I'm slammed, and and people want to train with me. I love that. But long term, you can't hold that down. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just spilled coffee my face?
1: Um, you can't hold that down forever. You know, no. by the time I get to forty, I don't want to be doing.
0: You be twelve-hour days training, training people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your body's going to be falling. up. Exactly. So it's but not c- really because you look after yourself; you look after your yeah. body. And you're, up, and you're balls deep into this nutrition and all, right, all right. this stuff as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I have to be, really, to do what I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. So, we, I'm going to play a song for everyone. Right? This is a song, one of my clients, Skylar Gray, a little bit of name dropping there. I've, I'm not training for her. I trained her a few months ago, but before that was a long You're playing while. it down a bit here. Can you talk about who Skylar Gray is? I'm going to talk about that. So Skylar Gray is a singer-songwriter. You might not have heard of her, but I guarantee you've heard More than one of her songs that she's wrote uh, or produced. Eminem, she's on Eminem's album. She, I don't know if you know this, but she wrote uh, Rihanna's biggest ever song. Oh right, yeah. Eminem's biggest ever. song She wrote those songs as well. She wrote them. Uh, Love the way you lie. Yeah. She wrote Puff Daddy's biggest ever song. Yeah. Which is uh, I'm coming home. Yeah. Coming home.
1: Such a good voice. Good voice, eh?
0: A little bit better than me, though. A little hey, bit better than me. I'd,
1: I'd get out of this fitness <laughs> business, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so Scarlett Scargill Scar- has stood. Uh, I met her through Travis Barker, um, uh, Travis Barker, who you know, train, a drummer from Blink One Eight Two, and uh, yeah, she she's great. She's a great woman, and I was telling her about the podcast. She she actually started a podcast off me recommending start a podcast. This was about a year and a half ago. She only done a couple of episodes, and she's still going to come on this one next time she's in a She lives in.
1: Utah, I think, right? Utah, that's yeah. Right,
0: yeah. So, I was telling her I want an intro for the podcast. This was a while ago, and she was like, All right, well, I said, I want to, I want to do one about my life and, and that. And I told her a little bit more about us, and she went, All right, and I, and I said, I'll use someone on Fiverr, the outsourcing website, to do an intro, intro for us. And I told her what my thoughts were on that. And she went, All right, pass this stuff for you, I'll do it for you. Mm. So, now Skylar Gray. Kind of wrote me a song, personal song, <laughs> and she sang the song for yeah. me. Yeah, I mean that is a beast. And didn't she knock it out in and yeah in like a night five like, like, like it wouldn't have took her long. Yeah. this is how talented this woman is. Yeah, she she put this together. Now, if you listen to the lyrics, this the lyrics it's all true and it's uh, and yeah it's all about my life. It's just the song's just over a minute, so here it is. Uh, I haven't got a nail for it. Yeah, I should get a nail for it and try and sell it. <laughs>
1: Get on Here iTunes. It one, two,
0: one, two, three,
2: four. Well, there was a young boy from Sunderland. He was the biggest troublemaker in all the land. His mama didn't know what to do with him. So his daddy took him down to a boxing gym. It was hard to have discipline at 10 years. For sure. he was a champion of England by age 13 and the champion of Europe by age 16. And he traveled the world by age 19. He won himself a medal in Beijing After the Olympics, his whole life changed He loved the spotlight, he loved the pay He was not undefeated pro Until the bitter end when he was forced to retire with his broken heads. All the lights faded and the money stopped coming And the world stopped caring about little Tony something Now he felt like a loser after all his Drank too much, got fat and depressed. The high school dropout, no plan B. Had to find a new way to make money. So we moved to America for a fresh start. And he started to teach the boxing art. He opened a gym where people could learn. And he called this gym the boxing bird. Well, the gym got busier every day. Up another and more on the way. Meanwhile, Tony and his wife had a babe, a gorgeous little girl whose name is Jade. So now you got an idea what he's been through. That's why he's passing his wisdom on to you. The end of the song is here at last. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Boxing Life Podcast.
0: Sit back and relax, enjoy the Boxing Life Podcast. What about that? That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she sent me that oh it's playing yeah. again Glenn, Glenn's trying to play it's it again it's on repeat uh, yeah she sent me that and I was like wow I felt emotional yeah I, it's I deep it's deep it's real deep yeah. like uh, the, the money stopped coming and uh, people stopped caring about yeah. little Tony something and that's true That's that line that's, that's true uh, and that was one of the hardest things about retiring because I was in the spotlight going to restaurants and people were giving us free meals and that uh, was, was crazy and then that fell off when I retired and that was one of the hardest things, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, people stop caring about little Tony something. Hey, Michael, how do you deal with that? I mean, you've got. Do to... you just think? Do you just start to think like, well, it doesn't matter, and be like real, realistic about it? No, you, you've you've got to you've got to occupy in your mind because it, it kind of I know what you're saying it doesn't matter, but you've got to occupy in your mind by other stuff. That's why I'm having fucking three kids, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but like. I'm, like she said in the song, I moved to America for a fresh start, yeah. and and I kind of did. If yeah. I was back in Sunderland, where everyone was like, I was just a retired, oh the retired boxer, the one yeah. who yeah he went to the Olympics, but he never he never done anything after that. Right, I would be a bit shit. Yeah. But now I've come to America for this fresh start, and uh, I've started to teach the boxing arts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is
0: the <laughs> Olympics are class, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- that's occupied my mind, and and now when I come here. It's funny because i worked in iron gym where we met with kevin and that's where the the first time i ever had a like job outside of boxing mm. and i was training people for like ten dollars sometimes i wasn't even getting paid ten dollars a class and uh, and no one knew who i was so i went from being a bit of a name to to nothing and it was odd
1: imagine imagine magnifying that oh. to the level of say you know, like, if you want to keep it boxing specific, someone like Hatton or Calzaghe, people like that, who've been at the very top, yeah. smashed it, made millions, and then all of a sudden, even though people still recognise him and they still have a fan base and all that, they're kind of they're replaced by the next guy or the next yeah. generation coming through or whatever. So it's... And and all of a sudden it just stops, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's
0: no start- there's no kind of wind down. No, it's just it just stops. And I kind of think that's... Part of the reason, as well as the $100 million, why Mayweather's taking this fight, was even at the biggest level, Yeah. Floyd Mayweather, the retention that he got before a fight, yeah. compared to not... He, he, here's the difference. His personality, he craves that attention.
1: Right. So he's, he's somebody that I can really imagine if when he is ret- fully retired and he can't fight physically or whatever, he's the sort of person that will really struggle with not having that attention and that spotlight because yeah. he's so... Egocentric in he and yeah. he like loves it. Whereas I think people like going back to Hatton or Kalzagi, someone like that, they're a little bit more like down to earth, they're like normal yeah. lads, you know what I mean? All... And the and the difference between them two is Hatton was kind of forced out of it because he got he got knocked out and his you know career ended like boom. Yeah. And then obviously tried to come back and, and do it and it it wasn't there. That's kind of that that craving for it, that attention. Whereas Kalzagi decided to retire and stop. You stopped so at the top. It, he was in control of when yeah. he when he stopped, where Hatton really wasn't.
0: But I still think, even for them, even for me, you know, I, I'm pretty humble. For me, it was it was tough, you know, because mm. you're not getting that attention. Yeah, yeah. You just think how, how nice it is that yeah. people just treating you like a king
1: yeah. all the time. Right. Then it stops. It's like what I have to deal with on a daily basis coming in this gym now, isn't it?
0: We'll get into I like, shit. I get into I don't know which one. I do know, right? I made a. That's a song from Scarlett Scarlett Green. It's the first time I've I've put it out there. I was going to. User for intro It's a bit long It's like a minute and a half It's a bit wrong A bit, a bit long uh, Let's talk about the the fights last night Yeah um, We record this on a Sunday So last night is Saturday We've seen We're going to get to the UFC fights But we're going to start with
1: the Mikey Garcia, and Broner fight Yeah
0: That was a Do you know that's the first time I've seen Mikey Garcia fight? Oh it is? Yeah, first time I've seen him And F- Followed him for a few years now He's, he's, he's class
1: And he, I think he was in a contract dispute For about a year or two so he he wasn't able to fight, so he kind of dropped off the radar. He was coming yeah. through, knocking people out for fun, and then he, he he just he just couldn't fight for contract reasons, I think, with Top Rank, I think. But uh, so glad he's
0: back and he's moved up a weight, and he just schooled so, Adrian Broner. So talented, like he's he's nothing flash, he's exactly nothing extraordinary. He just he's does basic. everything right, perfect, yeah, and perfect. Looked so hot. He's
1: never it. off balance. He's never in like an awkward position. He's just perfectly on balance. Hands are always up. Just uses his jab so good. He, he judges range and distance so so well. He doesn't yeah. have to move a lot. You know, he's kind of right there in front of you, but he's, he's 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 just slightly out of range all the time. And the way he steps in with that one-two, it's just but boom, even boom, when boom, he right now his technique's amazing. Even
0: when he was defending, like he, when he was in range, Broner was throwing like jabs and right hands, and he was just catching them on the cross. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's know. got a chin too. Broner caught him a couple yeah. of times. He was like, Nothing. I really wanted Broner to win that fight. Why? Cause he's a fucking arsehole.
1: You you like you like the
0: characters in the game? Yeah, right? I cannot kind of stand him. He's like the the, the person you want to watch to get beat. Yeah, but but I just want. I think boxing kind of needs someone like him. Yeah, it right does. Now. It does. They need that character.
1: It does, but it's so satisfying when he loses.
0: Yeah, I but I would rather. I mean,
1: I I, I never want to talk shit about boxers because I respect all of them. I never want to you know be disrespectful to anyone. But he's his personality just. I can't get on board with him he's just on another planet isn't yeah he? he's a dick so, so I, I do enjoy it when he loses because he's so fucking well confident. now
0: he's gone up, he's, he's finished now right
1: I don't think so there's still a, a lot of fights out yeah, there for him he please. can he can go back up to 147 there's loads of good fights from at 147 still good fights from at 140 I don't. I definitely don't think he's finished yeah. not at all
0: mm. uh, then the the fight that I would have rather watched which I did I watched both of them the John Jones call me a fight did you watch much of that
1: I watched the I watched Chrissy Cyborg and I watched uh, Cormier Jones. Yeah.
0: Talk about Cyborg. What, what about Cyborg's opponent? like me all the. Oh, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where did they get her from? But she she went the distance. She, she never went the distance. She oh, she stopped got stopped in the third round. Oh, okay. But that's more than I think anyone else has done before with Cyborg. Like yeah, she she was tough. So tough. Really tough. She was keep closing eyes and turned away. Yeah. And all that. I like, turned wow, her back and like she. Novice, you know. Cyborg. Did she used to be a man? Did, did do you not?
1: <laughs> do you did know what, she or not? No But do you know anything about th- Just to talk about her opponent for a second Do you know anything about her? An opponent? Her opponent? No oh, Is there any backstory to no, how she, she got she, that she, fight?
0: In fact she was a champion at a, in a different, um, different uh, organisation I think Okay.
1: So that's why she it got that fight It looked like she took the fight on like a week's notice or something Just yeah. not in shape at all it's Looking a, at her body It's it ridiculous
0: I, I, Did you ever watch that documentary on? Cyborg making the weird
1: No I haven't seen that documentary The I've listened to her on Brendan's podcast. She was on that a, cu- uh, a couple of months ago, and she went into de- detail yeah, quite a there's lot. There's a about.
0: video, and it's it's like so so sad and so yeah. horrible. Where she she's crying and yeah, she's yeah. in pain, and the, she's lying on the ground, and all of her teams around her putting hot towels on her to, to make try and sweat her out. Yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous.
1: She's kind of a sad story in a way. She's like she's kind of got an emotional backstory, and she cried when she was on Brendan's podcast as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just about the politics that are going on with her career and how she can't, She really struggles to get fights and all this kind of stuff. And she wants to be at the top and be the star of the UFC. And it doesn't make sense why she's not the biggest female star because everybody knows she is. Yeah. But the UFC refuse to give her competitive fights and, 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 and promote her and market her that's
0: for the star that. that she could be. Yeah, it's mad that she's a beast. <laughs> then moving on to uh, Cormier Jones. This is a fight that I've wanted to see for a while. And I really wanted Kormia to, to win. I know he's got a big mouth and he talks a lot of shit, but I just think John Jones is a scumbag. He's really? a piece of shit.
1: You have to excuse my ignorance on UFC because I don't really follow it yeah, at all. Yeah, I
0: mean, he, he, done that, he crashed into his car when he was on drugs into a pregnant woman's car and right, ran, yeah, yeah. ran away yeah. and he's done all, all sorts of other shit but I just think he's a, I just think he's a piece of shit but he's, he's probably
1: the best light like, heavyweight of all time right do most people consider him the best
0: I think he's the best UFC fighter of all time really yeah I think he's better than anyone he's, wow. I mean he's undefeated he lost that one fight where he got disqualified yeah. but he, basically he's undefeated beat everyone what makes him so good he's very elusive he's very powerful and he's good at every aspect of mm. MMA and he's he, massive isn't he He's, he's six foot four, yeah. and with Cormier only five foot eleven, yeah. he looked even. He looked huge, and then he finished Cormier up. as well, I think he's had like around twenty fights.
1: He's only lost. He only lost. Had one loss, and that was against His four last night. Yeah, right
0: points. And then, and he used to fight heavyweight as well, and uh, and he fought some top heavyweights and beat them. Uh, Jones finished him with that uh, head kick, which was an amazing, and uh, and it was so sad. Sad to see Cormier go like that. Uh, Is he done now? Then. You think? I think. I think he should be done. He's had a. He's had a great career. How old is he? Dion? Thirty-eight. Right. Uh, he's had a great career. He's a great. Uh, pre- pre- uh, what's it on the TV when they produce? Not, not produce. Pre- presenter. Right. He's a great presenter. So I think. I think he's got a career in that. So I would like to see him go that way. And then after the fight, I don't know. I know you were watching in the bar. I don't know if you heard the post-fight interview. No. But what John Jones said about Cormier was like. I got a lump in me throat. It was so nice. He said, like, he's the champion that I inspired to be like. He's a right. great husband. He's a great father. He's a great athlete. Yeah. And he gave him so much respect. And I was like, now what? I know John Jones have just said he's a piece of shit, but that, that made us respect him right. for what he said about that. You know. I don't know if he would have said the same if he got beat.
1: So what? Move moving on for me. What's next for Jones? Well, it, I, it, he called out Lesnar after the fight. Called right? out
0: Lesnar, and I'd love to see that fight
1: i seen people uh, uh, quick browse through social media about this. People saying that L- he's calling out Lesnar who's irrelevant and it's just a joke or whatever. But just from the little that I know about UFC, it seems it seems logical, right? I mean, Lesnar's not active and he's not, he's not current. But when he comes back, it's a big deal. It's a huge money fight.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, Lesnar... And he's a huge name. It's a huge name. So why not? They've never fought, right? No, they've never fought. I mean, Lesnar's a heavyweight and John Jones is a light heavyweight. And... I think it's like a 40 pound difference in them. So they'd fight at heavyweight? At heavyweight, yeah. And, uh, John Jones would fucking knock him out. In a Lesnar's of like, what, 265, 275? Yeah, and he'd get nice 265. That's, yeah. that's them, because in UFC, they've got a weight category. They've, they can't be heavier than 265. And right. boxing where it's as heavy as you want. Yeah, yeah. But in UFC, it's, that's, and he's got a cut weight to get to 265. Lesnar so, does. Yeah. So he's a, he will probably get in there like two seventy 270, uh, 275 two seventy five, two eighty. Yeah. So I hope that fight comes off, and I think John Jones will, will knock him out in a round. I think he'd be far too short for him.
1: Lesnar's like forty, to, right? He's, he's like nearly forty. I know. He's, he's like, like late thirties. WWE fan. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just think a he's... big, massive juice head. and <laughs> he sport. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he fought uh, Mark Hunt, who I'm a big fan of Mark Hunt, and when he after he, he beat Hunt, and he failed the drug test oh that's right because
1: there was no need for him to not do steroids I mean if he needs them yeah. like, I'm not endorsing steroids obviously but if he, if he thinks he needs them there's no consequence to him right. getting busted for him because
0: yeah. he's not going to fight again he's
1: not under contract
0: yeah. it's just exactly, like yeah. one fight it's like he, he can do whatever he wants so I wonder if he gets in the rides if he fights John Jones maybe John Jones gets in the rides as well because he's, he's been for it as well.
1: Actually, having said that, does he get anything taken out of his paycheck? I think so.
0: I think he got fined. Where he should have got fined a lot more than he did. I know Mark Hunt was furious about it. But
1: right. I'm not too. So sure. other other than the loss of the money, which he clearly he doesn't need. Right. It's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Um, so as you know, I've been a guest on a, a lot of podcasts lately. Yeah,
1: how have they been, been going?
0: Good. I was on the Wardcast podcast, which is a, a it's a CrossFit. Show, yeah, and uh, I was on the Vision Board podcast, which is a big one in Australia.
1: Are these already out and available on iTunes?
0: Yeah, and then I was on Jay Ferrugios, who was on this show. I was on his Renegade Radio podcast, and
1: yeah, we had Jeff Ferrugia on uh, two episodes ago. You can check that episode out, it's in the archives,
0: yeah, and then a couple of more as well. Everyone wants to talk to us, I was on the Sky Sports Boxing one, everyone wants to talk to us about the with the McGregor fight, yeah. So, I mean, that's and when I tell people. It's good for boxing. This is why it's good for boxing. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a former boxer, and now I'm getting so much publicity about talking about this Talk about it, so, yeah. so many other boxers. Right. You know, uh, Shane Mosley, Jr. works for Boxing Burn, sugar Shane Mosley's son. And I was talking to him the other night, and I was saying, like, your dad should be jumping on this. Right. All over this bandwagon, because yeah, yeah. he was the last... No, he wasn't. But he was one but of the he, guys... But
1: he, he's the first person you think of when you're th- talking about M- Mayweather getting cracked right. and-,
0: and wobbled, yeah, he's the first person you think of. Yeah, so, I mean, so, if I was mostly senior, right. I would be all over this trying to get in the publicity and all that. Big Just kind of like Paulie he's, Yeah, he's all over it. Like, he's, Malignaggi's smart. He's smart as fuck.
1: And look it. what he's got out of it. He's doing the commentary for the fight yeah. and he's got himself sparring with McGregor.
0: Sparring with McGregor. <laughs> uh, smashing <laughs> it. Smashing it. Jumping all over it because he knows how big it is. Yeah. You know, you're smart to do that, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've been on all these podcasts talking about that, and it's been great. And it, are you going to be on any more coming up? You got any more coming up? Uh, beyond the big brown breakdown for the Canelo, oh, the triple, G, triple G, Canelo. G fight, me yeah. and you, me and you'll be on that, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, I'll have to ask my assistant if she if I've got a built in, but I'm not, I'm not too sure right now. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but that's it's great. And I was talking to a guy, are oh, you on in, in from metabolic meltdown? He, he heard is it us on podcast. G- no, no, this is a he's got a few gyms in uh somewhere around America, I think it's in the east coast. But he heard me on Jeff Ruggio's podcast and he reached out to us. and oh, he, nice. he owns gyms. That was when you got on the call the other day and I was talking. To him oh, Bryce. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. That this is the good thing about podcasts. I feel like it's like you, you do one podcast, and we always tell people in, in our academies as well, it's like if you don't do a podcast, just start one because if you can meet somebody who's got a bit of a name or whatever and you get them on your podcast or once you're on one, people will hear that and then it'll be like, oh, can you come on mine? Can you come right. on mine? It kind of snowballs. Once you've been on a couple, you're on more and more and more and it just exactly. it spreads.
0: You get better and better at them.
1: Yeah, uh, so Not f- to mention how much I feel like we, we learn every time we do this because we're just talking about stuff. Yeah, It, it expands my mind it when I'm doing this. It then these. when
0: we get guests on, we learn from them all the time. Right. Like, I mean, in, in contact. So I, if you're out there and you're a fitness professional, or whatever you do in business, I would... Mm. Very highly recommend you start a podcast are you are you trying to get on them as guests you know and we we were on the mind pump podcast, and since we were on there and we 've got so many different contacts yeah. through that And yeah, yeah. Now we've built a good relationship with them. we refer people to them so it 's a great way to network when you once you get in this world yeah if you've, if you 're in the
1: fitness if you 're into fitness or wellness, health, training, diet, nutrition, all all of the above, definitely check out the Mind Pump podcast. It's one of the one of the best ones out there. And the, the good thing with them is they make it fun. They're not, like, boring and stale and overly scientific with everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They make it, it's a good laugh when you're listening to them, they have banter and stuff. Yeah. And we're going to be, are we going on their podcast again we in real, October? I, I need to message
0: them because yeah. we've got an academy up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just listened to the one with Ryan Wunsey on there and they were talking about the What's the Health documentary, which is the right. huge documentary that's going around now. This has caused a lot of controversy, this film. It has. So have, my mum messages, you need to watch it. She was saying, you need to watch it, you need to watch it, you need to watch it. She's turned a vegetarian now and then <laughs> called you from the gym, you need to watch it. And then other people have been, you need to watch this What's the Health documentary. It'll give you, it'll give you, uh, really open your mind on what the shit is that we're putting in our bodies. Right. So I watched it, and I was like, what? This is kind of the opposite of what I've been told. Like, yeah. Like, seeing that sugar doesn't cause diabetes, it's the high fat that causes diabetes. And I'm <sighs> like, what? I'm on a high-fat diet? It's ridiculous. Keep away from butter, and I'm sitting here with Do you know the, coffee. Like just, 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 that, coffee.
1: just that alone, like, the, the impact on insulin levels that fat has compared to sugar, it's just, it's just basic... Scientific nutrition, like you, you can't it's not, it's not even a starter. Like it's ridiculous. Anyway, go on.
0: And then the thing that <laughs> then the thing that killed me off was like eating an egg is like smoking. Five, five. cigarettes or whatever it was. I was right? like, I five cigarettes? Jesus. I was like, What the fuck? So I told Glen, Glenn's a and kidney's balls deep into this, and he and he said, uh, you should look on Sal from Mind Pumps. Instagram yeah. post. So you've got it up there. Do you want to read what Sal said about this documentary?
1: Yeah. So this documentary, just to explain to people who aren't familiar with it, it was a, a a food documentary that came out talking about how high fat diets are really bad for you, high protein diets are really bad for you, and it's not the sugar and all this. It's just the it's the fat. It's the dairy, the fat, the meat. Anything animal based is gonna kill you. Basically, right. like real shock value stuff to make you. Try, eventually, to try and get you to eat vegan, that's the whole agenda for the film. Yeah. If you can see through that and you know that that's the agenda, then you'll be able to watch it with a more open mind. If you're going in just going, I'm watching a documentary about food, you're going to be like, shit, I'm not eating meat again. It's like when when these vegan places show like footage of slaughterhouses and stuff, and you see like a, a cow getting killed, and you're like, Fuck, I'm not eating beef ever again. Right. And then it's just it's like shock tactic, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what this film but the is thing
0: doing. Is they've got these. The scientists in white jackets, right? Which makes it more. If you're a scientist, you know, and you wear a white jacket, you're more a legit scientist, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So, so, the, so of this. And the, I'm, think, I'm thinking. How the fuck do you know that? Like, is that true? Is it really no.
1: true? I kind of. I'm thinking. They're, they reference not. They reference like. There's a way to twist things. So, in scientific studies, um, correlation does not mean causation. Do you know? Do you know about like, like yeah. that? So it's like. Um. Just because you do this, like say for example, I eat beef every day and I get cancer. Just because I eat beef every day doesn't mean that that has caused the cancer, right? Right? You've got to look at so many other factors. So you could easily say this guy ate beef seven days a week and he got cancer. This guy doesn't eat beef seven days a week and he didn't get cancer. So therefore, it's the beef that caused the cancer. Well, that's just the they're looking at one thing they're just looking at the dairy and animal product consumption, they're not looking at lifestyle factors or anything else yeah. and then when they say things like you eat one egg yolk and it's the equivalent to smoking five cigarettes they, I saw that clip of that part and, and they're basically saying when you eat the yolk of an egg the amount of cholesterol in that has the same effect on your red blood cell lining it creates like a lining of, of cholesterol in your in your blood cells right and then the same exact process happens when you smoke five cigarettes but i don't even know where to begin with this it's so ridiculous because everyone saw gung-ho about cholesterol being high is a, is a bad thing and it, it really isn't Cholest- cholesterol levels being high are only a problem if the if they're out of whack with your triglyceride uh levels so if your triglyceride to cholesterol levels what's triglyceride the fats in your in your uh, right. in your blood cells so, it's all about the ratio between the two and having a healthy rela- uh, ratio between the two. So, anyway, can I get off No, no, no,
0: but how do you know that?
1: Because that, this is the same shit. I was listening to them talk so about it. So, I learned about, I, I, I learned about uh, high cholesterol from Johnny Bowden, you know, the guy that you recently bought at your book, The 150 oh, yeah. Healthiest Foods on the Planet. Right. I watched a video of him on YouTube a long time ago dispelling uh, the cholesterol myth, and he was on like a big. Thing like speaking at conferences and all this, saying, Look, everyone's trying, to like this whole myth about high cholesterol. It's like, and if you can go and look it up on YouTube, check uh, Dr. Johnny Bowden, great nutritionist, knows his stuff, really smart dude. And um, he, his, uh, his explanation of why cholesterol is not high cholesterol isn't necessarily a bad thing. So I'd, I'd research that first before you go, Oh shit. I can't have high cholesterol or there's too much cholesterol in an egg yolk and getting scared and be like oh I'm not eating eggs anymore it's like just do your research and realise like what's going on in your body and what's good good and not good before you start making rash decisions based off a a propaganda film so to get back to your point uh, Mind Pump Sal posted on his Instagram um, he posted the poster for the film What the Health and just slapped vegan propaganda right across it and it's interesting because I follow some vegans on uh, Instagram and they're like, this is the greatest film ever. Finally, the truth about animal products. So I'm seeing that side of it where they're like, well, this is the the Bible of uh, food documentaries, but they're vegans, right? Right. Like, finally. And then you get someone like Sal, who's a super smart guy, knows his shit. His, his post um, regarding this film just summed it up for me, couldn't agree with him more. So if I, do you want me to read it out? What he put? Yeah, yeah, I love this. People have been asking me my opinion on the new documentary What the Health. It was very tough to watch. It reeks of vegan propaganda. It reminds me of political documentaries which are so biased that they can hardly be trusted. What the Health basically says that all animal products, regardless of source or type or context, are unhealthy. This is unequivocally false. Animal products can be very healthy. Processed meat products are unhealthy, just like processed plant products are healthy. In fact, stay away from processed foods and your grocery store is packed with processed plant products more so than meat products heck the documentary even says that fish is all unhealthy no one's <laughs> ever said that ever <laughs> and they tried to make the case that eating pork is racist I almost died when I saw that part have you seen that part no about? Throw, I'll okay. I'll um, then he goes on to say the reality is that there is little to no evidence that any ancient civilizations were purely vegan This is because without the conveniences of of modern life, eating vegan based on what naturally grows around you would result in horrible nutrient deficiencies. That being said, in today's world, a well-planned vegan diet can be very healthy, but so so too can a diet that is well-planned and includes animal products. So bottom line, what the health is false propaganda and should not be believed, but I do recommend you watch it for a laugh.
0: (laughs) Boom! Nailed! Yeah, and I love that, I love that, because in the video footage that, that they show us on the documentary is like these places where you've got cows, like a million cows in a tiny little room and they're right, just yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And then they see them with the chickens. And they'll, they'll make you think that every yeah. everything is
1: like that. Right. And it's like, they're, they're probably, t- they're, the studies that they've done, that they're probably quoting in this film or using in this film to back up their point, they're probably using like 99 cent packaged meat from right. A, which, a mega grocery store, which is true, which is what not? most people are in Middle America and across yeah. the country are probably eating, right. right? Shit, meats. Yeah, they are bad for you. That's common sense. But don't tell me that like grass-fed beefs and organic meats and you know like wild caught fresh salmon is gonna cause cancer. And it's just it's, right. It's just ludicrous.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And because that's what I'm I'm all about now. Eating this healthy grass-fed meat, mm-hmm. uh, organic chicken and all it's that. It's really important
1: you eat high-quality meat. It's really important.
0: But the stuff that he's talking about, the stuff that they're talking about on the show about the product, uh, the, the shit stuff, like the right. shit meat and all that, yeah. that's the processed shit. Processed yeah. shit stuff. That's the stuff that's killing people or hurting people or Yeah, big them cancer, time. right? Yeah, and so fast that, food chains. But So if he said that... Side's true, but the thing, another thing that he goes into on the, but he do, the way he, what
1: like what, what Sal says, they're saying that all meats right. are the same. They're, they're, they're not categorizing different meats and saying this is probably more unhealthy for you than this is. They're just blanket state, statement across all meats yeah. because they don't agree with eating meat, period. So that's where it's coming from. Yeah. So they're going to say all meats are going to do this to you. They don't say they should be saying some meats can be good for you, but we don't agree with eating meat. Right. Like if they said that, then I'd have more respect for them Yeah. Don't tell more. me that all meats are shit. And eggs. And they're gonna kill you. It's yeah. just fucking loot
0: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I would go and find mine pump Sam um, Sal. Um, mine pump Sal yeah. on there. He's one of the smartest men. that Yeah. I've he's, met.
1: he's smart. He's, he's really open-minded about everything. He's not. He doesn't cling to one viewpoint. He's he's aware that yeah. there's different viewpoints, and he he, he, he analyzes everything. He, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but check out that film. I don't know if it's available yeah, it's everywhere. On Netflix. It is? It's okay. on Netflix.
0: Yeah. So uh, the new segment is going to be called Drop Have we got a name for it? We haven't got a name for it yet. we wanna call I wanna call it Drop a Knowledge with Glenn Holmes. Alright. Or Drop Knowledge with Six Figures. So this is <laughs> gonna be the segment where Glenn's gonna give us talk about something that and give us all knowledge from, something that we can learn from.
1: And we're gonna be doing this every podcast now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what we're we talking about, Glenn? What you got for me? What you got for me? I wanted to talk about fat
1: water. Speaking fat of water. diet and nutrition, and it's a good segue from what we were just talking about with meats and stuff. I wanted to talk about fat water.
0: Yeah, I've like, tried fat water from Bulletproof, and I could not believe what I've seen. Water with fat in, it, because water <laughs> is supposed to be the healthiest thing that you can ever get. Sound you know, like Peter K? Fat, fat water, garlic, bread. fat water. Yeah, <laughs> and you're putting that in. In your water, putting fat in your water—that just sounds fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and then p- p- even people in the gym, because I I have it
1: every morning. I'm drinking it, and people look at it, and go, "Fat water? What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's really good for fat loss." And like, huh? Yeah, if you're, you're drinking you, fat, and it's good for fat loss, if, I'm like, if you're
0: fat water because you lose fat. I yeah, mean, yeah. Go on, then, tell us about so, it. Well, I was just going to
1: recommend it for anybody that's trying to increase their fat intake. I don't know how readily available it is yet. I know that they just started carrying it in Whole Foods, but I think the only company that I've seen out there that's making it is Bulletproof. And just disclaimer, I am not sponsored or endorsed or affiliated with Bulletproof in any way. I just love their stuff.
0: Says that we're both sitting yeah, with sitting
1: we with Coffee. We're both drinking <laughs> Bulletproof coffee, yeah. This is the best. <laughs> but it, the, all, basically all they've done with the fat water is done uh, alkaline water, I think it's alkaline water, and added their brain octane oil to it, which is just a really high-grade coconut oil. right. So especially if you're trying to eat pretty low carb, cut down your carb intake, Yeah, then you need to up your fat intake. So this is just a convenient way of doing it. It tastes amazing. They've got, I think, a bunch of different flavors. It just tastes like, have you ever had those uh, vitamin water? Oh, yeah. It tastes like those, but without the sugar. That's the best part. There's no sugar in it. It's just water. Sweetened with stevia, which is good. And it's uh, they just add their brain octane oil to it, so good, just good way to up
0: your your uh, good fat intake. All right, fat water. What about that? We never thought we'd ever. It's more of a tip than knowledge, but well, it's knowledge for people who didn't know because I I didn't know like
1: the the benefits that I've found from it as well is in the morning because um, I'm experimenting with intermittent fasting yeah. as you know we've talked about it quite a bit I think you are as well yeah. right so I don't eat 4 hours before bed and I don't eat 4 hours after I get up so basically skipping breakfast and dinner so in the morning to sustain that with no food to be able to sustain active activity and high energy the fat water is really good because that fat just stops your, your, your um, So
0: you have that while you're fasting?
1: I have that while That's I'm fasting That's
0: are yeah. cheating It's really not. It is okay. Doctor Ronda Patrick. Let's ask You're not allowed to have coffee as well. No, you can have coffee, but no fat water. I mean, ask Munzie about that. Like, I'm want to ask him about that. Yeah, I I really think that's cheating. Yeah, there's different. You're (laughs) not fasting. That's why you're a fat bastard, mate. No, the the only the only way you
1: can make fasting work is if you if you if you've got fat in your body to to use for energy. I mean, you've always got an, an unlimited amount of fat to use for energy. But what I'm saying is, if you're going if I'm gonna come in here and train four or five people in the morning on an on a low uh, glycogen level in my body after sleep, so I've got no no immediate energy stores, my bo- I'm tra- training my body to use fat to get me through that to keep my energy up and but, think.
0: But if you don't have the fat water, isn't your body going to burn fat? It will, but
1: the uh-huh. the fact that I'm having in the in the morning with the coffee as well, fat fat coffee and fat water, right. that. That's just giving me that immediate boost of energy. It's just telling my body, like, here's some fat. And they add B vitamins to the fat water as well, which just prolongs that energy that sustained energy so you just get a clean clear energy I really your think body's you shouldn't be having fat
0: water while, you, while you're fasting I want to ask Ryan yeah you ask him this.
1: about it because there's different schools of thought on what you can and can't have during intermittent fasting some people are really strict on it like Dr Rhonda Patrick for example say, uh, doesn't even agree with having caffeine when you're fasting she's oh, like 100% fast like nothing just water shit. that's it um, but then other, there's other schools like it all depends on what you're trying to do I think
0: yeah all right, we'll find out. We'll if if you're know. strictly
1: coming at it from a weight loss standpoint, then I'd try and get as strict as you possibly can. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the Boxer and Life podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes. This is a weekly podcast. Oh, and before we, we finish out here, I just want to talk a little bit about Michelle Farrell, who got a com- who's who got a company called I Ain't Your Mama. Yep. Michelle is a, and she's not sponsored. Actually, she we peer. She does work for us. But I just want to uh, talk about her a little bit because she's fantastic and she's helped us so much. If you've been on the Boxing Burn Academy website, she is running that uh, and she's running so much other stuff. She never built that website. She's just running, it. Uh, she's running the Boxing Burn website. She's great. Her rates are fantastic. If you've got a website that you want work done on or you want uh, maintaining... And she can work remotely too, right? Yeah, she can. She's based in Santa Monica, but she can work anywhere. Her communication is great. Uh, speed is great. Uh, rates a fantastic. Uh, Michelle Farrell, she's from Liverpool, but she lives in LA. Uh, company, like I said, mama dot com. This is not a sponsorship. I just love Michelle and I love the work that she's done for us. She's fantastic. So yeah, keep. So check our website out. Big and, uh, up to Michelle. And then make sure you subscribe on iTunes every time we do a week, every time we do a podcast. Uh, this, we'll get a notification. What are you showing us, Glenn?
1: Uh, I'm showing you. Our podcast reviews because we got it's time, yeah, it's time for us to announce the winner before we close out here. So I picked out a review. All right, and Michelle. This, no, this person's uh, gonna be able to come in the gym and get a free training session with me. So it was posted on April 26th by Maggie Sniffin and it says, What? sniffing?" Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Maggie. Tony's making fun of your last name but thank you so much for your review and e- and thank you to everyone who's left a review as well I really appreciate Maggie's it review. it's pretty long but I'll just read through it pretty quick I've only been listening to these podcasts for a few weeks but I can't express enough how amazing this podcast is whether you're a boxer athlete fitness professional or just looking for something fresh and new this podcast is really for anyone it goes on quite a bit into read it, uh, read it. Uh, the content is top quality and he's presenting in a clear and personal way. The passion these men have is infectious. I absolutely love that they are willing to and ready to share and exchange information, tell listeners their stories and perspectives, bring on guests to help you learn, and divulge their struggles and failures. I think that's a big thing. We do talk about things that have gone wrong and yeah. things that we find difficult, which is time. always good, yeah. Um, often podcasts like these can be frustrating because it seems like the podcasters are perfect, but everything about these guys is real and down to earth. We're definitely not perfect. I have zero boxing background and have only started training at Box and Burn uh, for under two months. So still a newbie, but the environment these men and their trainers have created, not only in the gym, but also on this podcast is what keeps me coming back four to five days a week. Oh, that's great. I didn't know she was in there. Did she go to Brentwood? She's uh, right between I'm both gyms. Sure. And then I commute all the way from Riverside. That's actually wow. about two a good two-hour drive from LA. 40 minutes. Cool. yeah. So it's not easy. It's not an easy feat to get there, but I cannot stress enough the high quality and calibre of this podcasting gym is worth every penny, including the increase in the prices and listening to these podcasts on my commute totally helps me get pumped up to train. I recommend this podcast series to anyone, no matter who you are. We all need to continue to better ourselves and that is at the root of what this series is about, in my opinion, and that is why I keep tuning in, so...
0: Wow, Maggie, Love that. thank you so much. I didn't mean to make fun of your last name, uh, Glenn made me laugh. But Maggie, <laughs> thank, you so, thank you so much for that. That's a fantastic
1: review. Yep, so Maggie, if you're listening to this, then uh, just message us on the Boxing Life Instagram and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get set, set up a set session. Yeah,
0: we'll get for a session. So that was when we got to 50 reviews. When we get to 75 reviews, I'm going to do... Uh, We've got a f- different prize, do not we? Yeah, it's a better one. Way better prize. It's a session with me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. session with me. It's on. <laughs> so leave us a review on iTunes and you've got a chance to win a session with me, Maggie. Maggie, you've got a win a session with Worm. So thank you all for your reviews. Everyone else's reviews who entered that competition uh, will really appreciate Yeah, just keep the reviews coming. Tell your friends to leave a review as well. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries, and with Mr. Sixfield. Thanks, everyone. Bye.